In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. We thought we knew, but we didn't know what it meant. We thought we knew who God is. They had told us. It's there in the writings of the prophets. We thought we knew how we were supposed to live. It's right there written in the code. But we didn't know what it meant. Today we celebrate not just the Feast of St. John with the rest of the church, but as a parish church, the Solemnity of St. John. The church already is praying the Gloria at this Mass on the third day of Christmas. We pray as well the Creed. With the solemnity comes not only uh, greater joy, uh, opportunity to eat more food, but an invitation to deeper grace. And so a plenary indulgence is made available to those who visit a parish church on the feast day of its patron. We think we know what that means. Prayers for the intentions of the Holy Father. Confession. Communion. Pray the creed. Detachment from sin. We think we know what that means. We've heard those words before. But do we know? This Christmas, it seems especially the case that we are walking through these mysteries through the eyes of the Blessed Virgin Mary, to celebrate Christmas through the eyes of our Lord's Mother brings us most closely, most deeply to what is happening and what it means. We can imagine how much time our lady and St. John spent together without saying anything. When you go through the most beautiful things, there's not much to say. When you go through the most tragic of things, there's not much to say. If you look at what our Lord said through his angels and through his other emissaries to Mary before our Lord was born and after, he didn't say much. He didn't have to say much. Because when you're with someone who understands what they are told, you don't need to elaborate very much. But can we not imagine that St. John asked Our Lady about everything that wasn't already known about Our Lord? What was he like as a five-year-old? What was he like as a, as a 15-year-old? How well did he learn his trade from his father? 
Did he teach his father anything new about his trade? Did he invent anything? But more importantly, what was he like? The apostles had spent a great deal of time, years, just with our Lord. No place to lay their head. They just simply received the benefit of other people's kindness whether it be Peter's mother-in-law or the other holy women. And St. John describes for us what we already knew, we just didn't understand it. And it can only be the case that it's Mary that taught him. What is, what is he like? What is, what is God like? God, God isn't just good. God isn't just just. God isn't just strong. God isn't just merciful. God is love. It makes sense to interpret everything that we hear from St. John as somehow coming from or coming through the Blessed Virgin Mary. Is it any surprise then that it's St. John's writings that make it clear, as he calls us beloved, that God is love? It's not one of his activities. That's what God is. That's who he is. And so we thought we knew what it meant that God is almighty. But now we know. We thought we knew what it meant that we're supposed to love, you know, love the Lord God with all our heart, all our mind, all our soul, and love our neighbors ourselves. But now we know. Jesus had to make it very clear. Love one another, not just as you care to be loved or expect to be loved, but love one another as I have loved you. And so what is this invitation to communion with God? What is this invitation to deeper grace? What what does it mean for this full unfolding of God's forgiveness and healing and a plenary indulgence? What does it mean to be detached from sin? It means for our, our life to become like God, for us to become love. If it were a homework assignment, we would fail. But if it's a matter of being with the Blessed Virgin Mary and St. John at the foot of the cross, if we open our hearts, God will not fail. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.